It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Jackson Gatlin here, host of the Monday edition Locked On NBA podcast. Every Monday, I cover the three biggest stories in the NBA with the local experts from Locked On. It's an awesome recap of the weekend of the NBA and a look at what's ahead. Mark your calendars on Monday to join me for Locked On NBA podcast, available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. You are Locked On Thunder, your daily Oklahoma City Thunder podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I am your gracious and humble host, Eric G., welcoming you to another episode of the Locked On Thunder podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Coming up on this episode of the Locked On Thunder podcast, we will congratulate Paul George for making first team All-NBA, plus we will talk about psychologically just how major of an impact Paul George has not only on the Thunder organization and why it's time to give him the keys to the bus and take them away from Russell Westbrook, but also what he means to the Thunder fan base and how big a psychological impact he has for Thunder fans. That's all coming up in segment number one. Segment number two, We'll talk about how maybe in the near future, Jawan Howard could have saved the Oklahoma City Thunder franchise by taking the Michigan job. Of course, we don't really know if Billy Donovan was ever really interested or really was in consideration. But the bigger question is, what's Billy Donovan's mindset coming into this season? We'll discuss that. We'll talk a little Jeremy Grant. And if we have time, we'll talk about Drake's impact on the Eastern Conference Finals because I do think it's kind of funny. And how Golden State, Golden State, mission accomplished. Even if they didn't need Kevin Durant, they still accomplished their main mission. My name is Eric G. I host a uh, channel for Maven. I, I keep wanting to call it a website. It's a channel for Maven, maven.io, called Thunder Maven. And you can find that at basketballmaven.io slash thunder. It's a meeting place for Thunder fans. We post this podcast and do all sorts of cool stuff. Also, if you like this podcast, and I hope you do since you're listening to it, please download the Himalaya app to your phone, and when you get into your car, tell your smart device to play the Locked on Thunder podcast. Congratulations to Paul George for making the NBA all-defensive team this year. First team all-NBA defensive team. When you look at the numbers, it seems to be a precursor to Paul George making All-NBA, although with him being a forward, you're still going to have to fight Giannis and KD, and KD shot beyond 50% this year from the floor and was north of 35% from three, and he's back-to-back finals MVP, and he's just really good on the best team in the NBA, even though he's hurt right now, and that may be uh, just too much for voters to overcome. If Paul George gets edged out, That's going to be one of the reasons why. However, when you are first in steals, first in deflections, first in loose ball recoveries, which some NFL teams would love to have you on, and you're sixth in contested shots, and you're the main reason your team was really able to make the playoffs and have the success they did this year, despite the fact that you also are playing next to an MVP that tells me not only did Paul George deserve to, or that he does deserve to be first team All NBA, but he also deserves to be the MVP this year. And Sam Presti needs to have a change of ownership on who is running the team. It no longer can be Russell Westbrook. It must, it has to be Paul George. If the Thunder 
are going to continue to have success. Without PG this year, this team, not only do they not make the playoffs, um, but you're also looking at a team that may have finished uh, maybe right where the Los Angeles Lakers did because Russell Westbrook, a lot of times this year, was a shell of himself, especially when it came to free throw shooting. In fact, when you look at the Thunder overall this year, and you're looking for where the breakdowns came, at one point this season, the Thunder were fourth overall defensively. They were so good defensively that Russell Westbrook, whom I just criticized, got votes for NBA all-defensive team, and so did Terrence Ferguson. That fourth went to ninth, and you saw the drop when Paul George got hurt. So, so was the breakdown offensively? Maybe you're wondering, where was the breakdown? Was it in, in total points scored or uh, in total offense? No, it wasn't. Thunder were ninth defensively. They were ninth in total offense. It was a well-balanced team, a much more balanced team than maybe we gave them credit for throughout the year because our eyes didn't tell us that they were a balanced team. But why were they balanced? Why did they have a better three-point shooting percentage than the Portland Trailblazers who knocked them out of the playoffs and had C.J. McCollum and had a guy like Dame Lillard? Well, it was all because of Paul George. That's why. Paul George helped the Thunder stay out of the cellar in free throw shooting and helped their three-point shooting percentage this year and defensively was the catalyst that ultimately drove this team and kept them in some games where they probably should have been out of this season. And when you are that important to the team on the court, you're also that important to the team off the court psychologically and you are the guy that... You're the guy that everybody needs to feed off of. If people aren't already feeding off of you, that has to be the edict that sort of comes down from Oklahoma City is that Paul's our guy. He's the focal point. Whatever he says do, you do. And give all the credit in the world to Paul George because he's a heck of a lot better leader than maybe even what I'm telling you right now because Paul George has been smart enough to concede that this is Russell Westbrook's team. Anytime Paul George is asked about it, he just tells everybody it's Russell Westbrook's team. Paul's smart enough to know not to make any waves, and if he has any issue with Russell Westbrook, you're not going to hear about it until Paul George gets out of town, but I still think that Russell Westbrook and Paul George, their relationship will always be better than what Kevin Durant and Russell Westbrook's relationship is, if for no other reason. Because the Russ-KD relationship broke up, Russell Westbrook made a much more concerted effort to be a better friend, a better teammate to Paul George than maybe he was Kevin Durant. Now, we do have reports that say Durant wasn't that great a teammate to Russell Westbrook and sort of blew him off when Russ first got into town and Russ is a guy that holds grudges. Well, Russ knew that in the best interest of the team, not only did he have to be good to Paul George, but if you wanted any chance of Sam Presti being able to make trades and get guys to waive their no-trade clauses, or you're going to pick up free agents, which has still been very difficult for Oklahoma City for several reasons, salary cap-wise, market, etc., then you are going to have to make nice, you are going to have to show you were a good teammate, and you guys were going to have to show a unified front, which they have. But ultimately, when I think about Paul George and everything that he means to the Oklahoma City Thunder, both on and off the court, not only does he psychologically help this team, but he psychologically boosted a fan base who three years ago, when Kevin Durant left, had given up this organization aside from Russell Westbrook 
as dead. Paul George getting traded here to Oklahoma City reawoke this fan base. So much so that they went out to the airport. Not that Thunder fans haven't done this before, but they go out to the airport. They greet him. The Thunder organization, he helped the Thunder organization take a major step forward in PR and treatment of players, even though they were already good to them. But when they had the big thing at Jones Assembly, they had the big welcoming party at Jones Assembly, you had never seen that before. And honestly, the Thunder didn't have to do that for Paul George. They had traded for him. He had one year left on his contract. It would have been very easy for Sam Presti and and Billy Donovan and, and Clay Bennett to say, all right, we traded for this guy. Throughout the season, we'll show him what, what we're all about. And then if he wants to resign, great. If he doesn't, great. But at least we took a chance to get our fan base excited. And that's what we're going to go with. No. The Thunder learned from Kevin Durant leaving how you have to go treat players. Thus, they stepped out and treated Paul George great from the moment that he got in all the way up till now, making sure that he stayed in the loop, making sure that they were constantly talking to him about their plans, and making sure that at no point during Paul George's tenure here in Oklahoma City was he not aware of where this organization was going. And Paul George will even tell you one of the reasons he signed here was Russell Westbrook, which totally defied a lot of things that everybody else had said about Russell Westbrook up to this point. But when you are that important to the organization, you need to be acknowledged as you are that important to the organization. And even though Sam Presti talks a great game about PG and and everybody else in the Thunder organization, it has to go beyond that. When it comes down to a coaching decision, and Sam Presti has been, he's been hesitant to put players in that decision. When it comes to bringing possible free agents in or possibly making trades, the first guy you pick up the phone and call is not Billy Donovan, it's not Clay Bennett, and it's not Russell Westbrook, it's Paul George. You want constantly to have Paul George's input Because as of now, he is the only reason you were competitive and he's the only reason right now you have a chance, a chance next year if Kevin Durant leaves to possibly be a contender in the West. And there's still changes that have to be made. And if you're going to make those changes, if you're going to trade Jeremy Grant, if you're going to trade Steven Adams, it needs to come with Paul George, not Russell Westbrook's seal of approval. You have already given Russell Westbrook a five-year Supermax extension, which is way worth more money than Russell Westbrook is ever going to be, especially at this point in his career. Paul George, you only have for two years and has given a lot of fans really their first taste of what it's like to be in the NBA when you got that big-name guy to come here. Even though he wasn't a free agent, it was still a big name. You, You took the risk, you traded for him, you sold him here and it validated Oklahoma City as as a full-fledged NBA city. You've given Russell Westbrook everything you can possibly give him. It's now time to give Paul George everything that he deserves inside this organization. This is the Locked on Thunder podcast. I am Eric G. Coming up next, did Jawan Howard save the Oklahoma City Thunder? Well, the answer to that is no, but What is Billy Donovan's mindset coming into this season? We'll talk about it next here on the Locked on Thunder podcast. want to remind you that if you like this podcast, do me a huge favor. Download the Himalaya app to your phone. All you have to do is get on your smart device, 
and go to the Google App Store or always let me see it's the Google Play Store it's the Apple App Store I always get those confused but go to the Google Play Store go to the Apple App Store download Himalaya to your phone then when you get into your car tell your smart device to play the Locked on Thunder podcast it's all part of the Locked on Podcast Network your team every day I also want to send a shout out to Grip6 the uh, incredible belt company which I'll be investing in uh, some of their items shortly here. Great-looking belt buckles, great-looking belts. Uh, There's no holes in the belts. They fit easy. Just use the promo code L-O-C-K-E-20. L-O-C-K-E-20, and you'll get a discount on your first purchase. They're excellent. The The belt fits flat to you, and the buckle fits flat. There's no flap. It's great. It's great looking. You'll love it. It's GRIP6. Again, go to GRIP6. That's GRIP6.com. L-O-C-K-E-20, and hey, get, get a discount on your first belt from the Locked On Podcast Network. The NBA playoffs are right around the corner, and Locked On NBA is here daily to keep you caught up with all the late-season drama. Every Monday, Jackson Gatlin rounds up the three biggest stories around the league, helping to break down the NBA playoffs. Mark your calendars to listen to Locked On NBA every Monday to be up-to-date. Locked On NBA. Available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Work. At this point, should we thank Joan Howard for saving the Oklahoma City Thunder season? Is that in order? I'm not. I'm not going to go that far. Um, Juwan Howard, if you, if you haven't heard, has taken the uh, job at Michigan, and and I think that's great for several reasons. It's it's been long overdue that the Fab Five have been welcomed back to the Michigan family. Um, in, in a lot of ways, they are Michigan basketball, even though they didn't win a national championship, and Michigan had actually won one prior to them. I cannot think of a group of individuals that left a bigger stamp on the game of college basketball than what the Fab Five did. And you can argue UCLA all you want and what John Wooden did with all those great teams. And you can talk about Indiana and Bob Knight and Kentucky and Duke, so forth and so on. But if you look at the fashion If you look at the fact that now we are really, truly having the discussion of whether or not players should get paid, and I know Ed O'Bannon, former UCLA guy, was the guy that that really started all that, um, at least from a legal standpoint. When you talk about marketability, there may not have been five more marketable individuals in college sports prior to these guys. And the way that the University of Michigan treated them all those years... Um, after the banners got taken down, after it found, after they found out there were NCAA violations, was ridiculous. They made Michigan a lot of money. Michigan made them a lot of money. It's time for everybody to uh, hug and, and make up. So enough of my diatribe on that. Talking about Billy Donovan here, I cannot think Jawan Howard because A, was Billy Donovan really even interested in the Michigan job? We don't know that. Dick Vitale disputes that. Was he even really seriously a candidate? We don't really know that up to this point as well, and we may never know the answer to that question. The bigger question to me when it concerns the Oklahoma City Thunder and Billy Donovan is what exactly 
is Billy Donovan's mindset when he's coming into the season this year, especially if he's only got one year left on his contract. And I know what you're saying, Eric, you constantly harp on that. It's the one year. Yeah, I do constantly harp on that because I know how I would feel about it, that if I had one year left on a deal and you weren't talking to me about possibly being renewed and possibly staying here and I've got a family and I've got a career, even though Billy Donovan is is way more set up financially than I'm ever going to be, I am more going to be focused on talking to my agent, looking for other opportunities, discussing whether or not with my wife and with my family and with my agent, is college more beneficial? Have I proven myself enough in the NBA to get another NBA job? Where is Oklahoma City going? Having these constant conversations with Sam Presti, that what it's ultimately going to do is it's going to take away from my ability to work with this team and make them better on the court, which after you've been knocked out of the first round of the playoffs for the third straight year, and even though we went over the numbers in the first part of this podcast, we know that the Oklahoma City Thunder desperately need some help this year if it's going to be a successful season. And the only way to have that successful year is to have everybody bought in, everybody come in with a clear mind, and everyone knowing exactly what needs to be accomplished. And I can't remember the last time the Thunder had that. You could probably go back to KD's last year. Um, That was probably the last time everybody in Oklahoma City had a clear mind. Certainly it wasn't Paul George's first year here, or Carmelo Anthony's only year, or even the year that Russell Westbrook took took over the ball club when Kevin Durant left. And I would think that that entire season with Kevin Durant, he was not near as good as he possibly could have been because there was so much talk about him leaving Oklahoma City. What is he going to do about his future? And Kevin's just that naturally talented that you can have all that talk, you can have it bother you, and still go out on the court and perform. And for Sam Presti, when you look at just how crucial this year is for Oklahoma City and how desperately... This organization needs to make it not only past the first round of the playoffs, but you've got to get to the Western Conference Finals this year. Because if you do that, then you can talk about another extension with Paul George. You can start talking about re-upping Jeremy Grant, if he's still with this team, or, or Steven Adams, whoever. But you've got to get all this settled. Right now, you're walking around with so much uncertainty, I don't see any way that this team can be successful next year other than just the fact that you've got enough raw talent that when they're on the court for 48 minutes, maybe they're able to put it behind them, but certainly I don't see them being the best that they can possibly be until you get some of this worked out. And Billy Donovan, if anything, granted, you have given him, finally given him, some continuity inside the roster. Now, if this is your guy, stabilize him. Make sure that he gets that extension. Another guy that you got to worry about is Jeremy Grant. He's got a player option that he can exercise after this year. Or he can opt out. He can become a free agent. His trade status is certainly up in the air. But one thing you have to love about Jeremy Grant is the constant fight to get better. As a player, I would call him a prototypical Thunder guy because he is so committed to getting better. Last year was working on um, his three-point shooting, which still needs to be worked on. Um, I think his defense is pretty darn good. Athleticism is certainly out of this world. Um, If there's anything Jeremy Grant could could do, again, I'm going to go back to three-pointing. 
three-point shooting. Just get better consistently from three-point shooting. Get better at that. And from the organization standpoint, this is where you've got to let a guy like him know that you're ultimately committed to him. Now, granted, you could just let him play out this year on his contract, see if he exercises that option or not. But I do think that you're walking into a year where there are enough question marks that it really could upset the balance of this team. And those are things that I'd like to see worked out before the Thunder take the court. This is the Locked on Thunder podcast. I am Eric G. Coming up next, we'll wrap it up and we'll talk about how GSW accomplished their main mission. Plus, is Drake really that big a deal? It's all right here on the Locked on Thunder podcast. The NBA playoffs are right around the corner and Locked on NBA is here daily to keep you caught up with all the late season drama. Every Monday, Jackson Gatlin rounds up the three biggest stories around the league, helping to break down the NBA playoffs. Mark your calendars to listen to Locked On NBA every Monday to be up to date. Locked On NBA, available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. We're wrapping things up here on the Locked on Thunder podcast. Don't forget to download the Himalaya app to your phone and please tell your smart device to play the Locked on Thunder podcast. We can also be found on Google Podcasts, Spotify, and Apple Podcasts. It's the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. Kevin Durant right now in a Twitter feud with Chris Broussard saying that Chris Broussard doesn't have his number Um, Even though Chris Broussard says that they have had instant messages and they have had uh, many nights having text conversations, I'm going to err on the side of believing Chris Broussard on this and not Kevin Durant. Kevin's got too much stuff in his past for me to really ever believe him in in these situations. Um, And I don't see what the big deal is if you've talked to Chris Broussard or not and you're Kevin Durant, but the whole idea that this year is Kevin's worst nightmare if Golden State wins the championship without him, yeah, that that is a big deal. Um, And when you think about Golden State, yesterday I accused Golden State of being weak for going after Kevin Durant, and I still do think they're weak, especially if they prove that they can win a championship without him and beat a team as good as the Raptors or as good as the Milwaukee Bucks, and each of them, each of those teams have superstars on their teams, you're still better. You still, even without Kevin Durant, you've got two superstars really compared to one for both of those teams. And no, I don't consider Kyle Lowry a superstar by any stretch of the imagination. But when it comes to um, Golden State taking Kevin Durant away from Oklahoma City. I think more importantly for them, it really was about crippling Oklahoma City and, and making sure that the one team that they felt was close enough to compete with them in the NBA really couldn't do so. And not only did you cripple Oklahoma City, you've devastated them now for three straight years. To even when Oklahoma City went out and got Carmelo Anthony and got Paul George and got Paul George to sign, they're still pretty much a shell of themselves and were put in a semi-rebuilding stage where you knew it was going to take them a while to catch up with you, even if they ever could possibly catch up with you. And by doing what you did, and you looked at them as the only team in the West that can compete with you, um, and maybe the Rockets could have as well with Chris Paul, 
Um, but certainly this year, eh, maybe that, you know, proven a little bit different there. Um, Golden State, you did exactly what you wanted to. You watered down the West enough so you would have an easy run. And I say mission accomplished. And that was one of, if not maybe the most ruthless moves ever made in NBA history. And in fact, I have to kind of compliment you for it. Because if Oklahoma City had the opportunity to do the same thing, I'd say go out and do it. If Oklahoma City could cripple Golden State by getting Draymond Green a few years back, then do it. Make sure that they're worse. Or if you can funnel Draymond Green to another team, then do it and make sure that they're worse. Or Seth Curry or Klay Thompson or whoever. Um, And now, man, think about it. I really wish somehow Klay Thompson uh, would have gotten traded (laughs) when, when when all that talk came up. And unfortunately, it never happened. Remember when Kevin Love was going to Golden State? Okay. Um, Finally, uh, Drake, I I do want to touch on this a little bit. I wish Oklahoma City had a super fan like Drake did. I don't think what Drake's doing really is all that bad. I'm not the biggest Drake fan, but essentially he's just like Spike Lee. Uh, Jack Nicholson's name has come up a couple of times. But if I thought Drake was a threat to the Milwaukee Bucks or players on the court, I would have a very different opinion. He's just a guy that talks trash, tries to get in guys' heads the way any fan does. He keeps his wits about himself. As far as I know, there's been nothing said to any of the opposing players that even remotely rivals the things that were said to Russell Westbrook in Utah. And he's part of the organization with Toronto. I I don't get it. If you're Milwaukee, you just have to overcome it. But... That is what separates, what I haven't heard anybody say, is this is what separates the NBA from all other sports, is that when you buy that ticket, you can get a hell of a lot closer to players than you can any other sport in this country. In hockey, there's a wall that that, that separates you. Football, you're more than a few yards back from the sidelines and being able to be a valuable participant. Um, What else are we talking about? Soccer, you're you're far away as well. Basketball, you're at least up close if you're willing to pay that money. And as long as you don't have any malice or hate in your heart when you're talking trash to players and it's all in good fun, then this is something that the NBA needs to let go on. And it can be entertaining. One of the most entertaining entertaining moments in the NBA was watching Reggie Miller make the choke sign to Spike Lee. That was fantastic. We talked about it for days. Drake Drake now getting in the Bucks head. It's fantastic. It's fun to watch. And even though I'm not his biggest fan, I like what he's doing because if I was a Toronto Raptors fan, I would be all in on this. I'd be making signs about support Drake, free Drake, whatever, just because it's fun. And hey, we talk about mission accomplished, mission accomplished because it seems like the Bucks are way more concerned about that than they are about Giannis Antetokounmpo not being able to make some free throws. But I love it. And I don't know, maybe Kristen Chenoweth can become that person for Oklahoma City. We need a super fan like that. This is the Locked on Thunder podcast. I'm Eric G. We're wrapping things up today. We will be back tomorrow. Um, probably talking a little bit more about the uh, Bucks and the Raptors and uh, how that all kind of pertains to Oklahoma City and where we see this team going in the future. It's all right here on the Locked on Thunder podcast, your team every day. May God bless you and your family. Everybody love everybody. Peace, love, and thunder up. You are Locked on Thunder, your daily Oklahoma City Thunder podcast, part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. 
Hey, Prime members, you can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.